Hello and welcome back to another episode of You Want to Do What? Today we've got Amanda Baker on and she's the founder and creator of Five Stories. Hi Amanda. Hi, how are you doing? Good, thank you. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Really good. I can't believe it's only Tuesday. <laughs> no, it feels like such a long week already, doesn't it? It really does. It really does. I'm I'm definitely feeling the, the frazzled brain right now. But... <laughs> um, Amanda, do you want to jump straight in and tell everyone a bit about what you do? Yeah, of course. So, hey, I'm Amanda. And um, yeah, I I basically help businesses of all shapes and sizes um, tell stories that connect with people. And I do that with a methodology that I've spent a very long time um, trying to figure out what it is and create. And that's called Five Stories. So I believe that there's five stories that every single business every person who has an idea who wants to build a brand and create something that people actually want in their lives I believe that five stories gives us the way to do it it gives us the blueprint it gives us the map um, to help us communicate who we are what we stand for and what that all means to everybody else that we want to listen Mm. that's a little bit about about what I do and I absolutely love it (laughs) (laughs) so where did this all start for you then what's your sort of career journey Oh my God, how long we got? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Career journey. This is a really big question because it's such a long one. And you know, when you're just like, what door do I open to go down that road of that part of the career journey? um, (laughs) Yeah, I mean, my career journey has been, it hasn't been, it's been messy. (laughs) It's It's been a little bit like, someone called me a butterfly at one point actually I was like oh, I prefer butterflies are messy um <laughs> that looks prettier um uh yeah I I finished uni um graduated in 2008 which wasn't the best year to graduate because mm. financial crash and oh yeah that was a that was a mess um and went into so I did my degree in advertising um and graphic design but specialized in advertising really because that's something I was I was just so fascinated with the way um this world of communicating to people and getting them to buy stuff it's stuff that Mm. they didn't want um I just thought it was so interesting I was like oh how does this work how do we buy things how do we connect with things how do brands become brands so that's something that I always I was always really fascinated about but on the other side of that I was also very determined to not work for anybody but myself mm-hmm. um I've always known uh, I, I guess I don't know where this comes from I talk to my mum and my nan about it sometimes I just man like, where's where did this entrepreneurial like part of you come from I was like I have no idea <laughs> you two made me so <laughs> not never, but you know um but this is something that I've really um yeah so when it comes to building a brand and storytelling that's something that I've always been really fascinated with so my career has always been around that so after uni went into a a local um agency marketing agency and worked as a copywriter um there did that for a bit got made redundant um and then um ended up just really wanting to get away from the UK for a little bit. So I went over to Cyprus, worked there for a bit. And I just took my laptop and my Photoshop and my Illustrator and went over there and hustled for work, basically. I went around all the all of the restaurants in, in Paphos, 
don't know if you've been to Cyprus before, but there's um, there's a place called Paphos, which is a really lovely, lovely place in in lovely place there, which I I really connected with, and stayed there for a little bit and just yeah made a decent amount of money just walking around to restaurants and saying that I could design their logos better and design their business cards better and and that was great and then I'd go and spend all the money in the evenings down the uh, <laughs> down at the bars and getting all the all the buy one get one free cocktails and the shots so yeah made made money but spent it all just as fast as I made it um and then um came back to the UK and and worked yeah working my career has kind of been between working at agencies, marketing, advertising agencies, um, but also starting up my own businesses as well. So mm-hmm. I'm currently um, building my fourth business, um, but I started my first business when I was 23. Um, and that was, um, I had came up with the idea for that business when I was at a, a local marketing agency in my hometown, Wokingham, um, and came up with this idea to create an app that would um, let women borrow, swap and lend clothes with each other. And this was years ago um, when sustainability, buying sustainably um, was not a cool word. (laughs) It was not, it was just like, what? No, I want to buy loads of fast fashion and wear stuff all the time and something new all the time. So yeah. yeah. Um, And yeah, I've just kind of been in between this world of startup working building my own startups supporting startups with their brands and their stories and also working in agencies to I guess deliver um, brand and marketing and advertising work for for multiple businesses all under sort of one roof so okay yeah it's it's very very marketing and branding you know focused that's that's what you're you know what really good at but I'd be interested to get your point of view on this. You said you went to university and studied advertising. Mm-hmm. Do you value that degree or do you think, I wish I'd gone into marketing advertising earlier? Yeah, that's a really interesting question. I mean, if I'm completely honest with you, do I value that degree? Not really. Um, I think it gave me a good insight into the world of advertising, which if I'm completely honest, like I, I don't think it's a very kind one. Mm. Um, I think it's, quite a ruthless world um but yeah would I would I knowing what I know now would I go back now I would have just started a business if I'm honest um yeah I, I, I probably wouldn't do a degree in advertising again I'd just go to an agency and straight after school college and get get work if I can or work for free mm. <laughs> and then get another part-time job on the side to to give me some money to to to, to live I guess but yeah, I don't know. It depends on your circumstances, really, though, doesn't it? Yeah, of course. So let, let's focus on sort of the storytelling and the, and the branding side. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, working on that day to day, what kind of things are involved when doing that? You know, what kind of tasks, what kind of things do you actually have to do when working in branding and storytelling? So I have to do the main thing that I have to do is. Is listen, that's like the uh, listening is, is the main thing I have to do with with my clients really listening to to their stories I get told so many times even today just like this feels like therapy I'm just like yeah it's like it's like therapy for founders who have all of these story founders and business owners who who have all of these stories which are just trapped or stuck or Mm. 
like confused and the time that they have with me is to really you know I'm really listening to everything they're saying and I'm I'm listening it listening from the in in a way from the shoes of, of their customers so I get an understanding of who their customer is and what their what how their customer is feeling off the back of research that they've done or we go and do the research ourselves um, really understanding, you know, who they are, where they are emotionally, how they're feeling, why they're feeling that way, um, and and then really listening to the founder or the or the leadership team of that business to understand, okay, well, you know, what, what why do you exist? Like, why are you here? Why are you doing what you do? Um, where did it all begin? Like, what do you believe? What do you care about? Okay, well, how does that connect with what your customer? cares about and 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 what they believe as well so a lot of the stuff that I'm doing is listening and then and then mapping the stories so finding that connection point between the the business and the business that I'm I'm working with and and their customer like where do they connect I'm 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 very much like you. I love um, branding and marketing. It's a bit of a you know a bit of a side sort of passion for me. Um, I find it really interesting, like you say, why people buy things they do, why brands get built. But out of interest, working in the industry, do you ever come up against people that go, okay, well, what no, but what do you do? It's hard to explain it, isn't it? Because you can't necessarily put figures to it, and some people just don't get that. Do you find that hard sometimes? Uh, yeah what do you mean put, put a figure to brand you mean yeah that you know you can't when you do branding and when you work in branding you're not like producing anything physical it's mm. very much it's a thought process isn't it and it's you know lots of it is the background to why the company succeeds but some yeah. people just don't understand that and they say, well, yeah but what what are you actually doing here oh yeah i mean yeah I, I, i'm yeah it's, it's annoying <laughs> <laughs> it really it's annoying because i mean it's because it's, it's not tangible isn't it I, yes. I think i think it's the tangible thing especially with with the businesses that i work with who are you know time poor cash poor mm. um, a lot of the ones i work with anyway but they're the ones that need the most help and they're the ones that i personally care about the most because i've been in their shoes many times um like early stage startups um growing startups who are constantly having to raise money all the time I think they, you know, they, they, they see, they value, they want to build a brand and they want to become a brand, but they aren't doing what a brand should be doing. Mm. And what a brand should be doing is not going pedals to the metal. A brand needs to be going slower and closer to their customers. That's what I personally believe. But it takes a complete mind sh- mindset shift, I think, for a lot of businesses to really start thinking that in that way um for example I mean even just before this call I was on the phone on on another zoom um with with a business with a business founder um at London Business School and she was she was she she was just like I just really want to get a tagline I really want to summarize my business up in this in just a really punchy tagline and I was like okay cool and I was like I'll try and help you know again just listening walking through the five stories framework and Mm -hmm each story one by one and, and asking her some questions and, and she was just talking and then I was really listening and, and you know I'm asking more questions I'm like oh can you talk to me a bit more about that or oh, what do you mean by that or what does that mean for your customers you know things like that really understanding unpacking it because 
but, but then she was just like oh I'll just this is the kind of tagline I've got I'm not sure like da, 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 but I'm so, and at the end of it I was like what, what why do you feel like you need a tagline like well, what's what's this kind of obsession with this tagline why do you feel like you need it um she was like oh but all of these other companies all of these compared all these big companies that are operating in our space they have it too and I was like yeah but it's taken them years to get to that tagline and a lot of work that goes in the back end um and she, she was definitely very aware of that as well like she was even sort of playing that back to me and I think that made her gave her a bit bit of comfort knowing that it is a journey it is a process but I think that's the thing like depending on what stage your businesses are or what companies you're working with I, I think it always just comes down to they they need something right now because the heat is on to raise money, get more customers, grow their business, scale it, all of that kind of stuff. But brand building, becoming a brand and building a brand, it's a practice. Storytelling is a practice. It's not something that's just done and then that's it. It's an ongoing thing that take needs time, dedication. And, and and intention and care you know it's, it's something that really is a fundamental part of a business and and yeah I think and I think it's I, I think for so long I don't know if you feel this as well but I think for so long branding and marketing has just been talked and spoken about in a way that just feels really hard to understand mm-hmm. it feels clunky it feels really like clicky as well if you know what I mean it doesn't feel like it's something that you know people can just really grab and be like oh yeah I get that I can yes how I can break it down I get how that can I can apply that to my business and it can you know you know and I think that that just kills creativity as well it really kills creativity no I think I think you're right and and for people that listen to this and you know your experience are perfect for this question where does branding fit within you know it gets often stuffed into the marketing category doesn't it but where does branding really fit within the marketing and advertising world does it sit above them is that where the marketing should pull all of its uh you know thought processes from the brand from the branding team how does it actually work i think i think branding i think it's it, i don't think it sits above or below or anything i think it sits in the core uh, it's definitely at the at the center um and everything like the brand like really breaking it down like the brand what is a brand a brand is 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 a the brand is made up of a, of stories and the stories are the strategy like the stories guide everything around the business it it, it guides like how you hire who you hire it guides your products and how you build it and why you build it that way because the stories that you hear from your customers of course become the the learnings and the insight that you need to create a product that they actually want and they need so I think brand this is why I don't like saying branding all the time because I think when people see branding they, they think about it in very top line ways um visual tagline colors you know guide all that kind of stuff which is important yes but no, the story is is the most important part, and the story is the it is what makes the brand a brand. Um, I think yeah, I think we need to start talking about brand as as if it is a living, beating thing because it is. It really is. It, it's it, 
a, the role of a brand is to give you know help people get to know themselves better i think remind so how, them they're all alive and all how do you attempt to convey these these sort of stories so obviously uh like you said branding you know you, you don't see a whole lot of um information regarding the brand it's generally marketing of maybe a product that they're doing um but maybe once you're involved with that product you sort of get involved with that brand and you sort of go along with it so what how do you sort of transport these these stories that the company has to to the customer and say you know this is how you're relate you can relate to this company i think it all depends on so stories so once you've got the stories so just thinking about talking about how we take people on the journey the first part of that is identifying the stories and identifying the stories that connect with their customers stories as well so that's like the in-depth sort of strategic research listen and learn to the customers understanding how that connects to the stories of the business once those stories have identified have been identified then it's like okay well how do we now tell these stories in the most compelling way tone of voice language words pauses in the right places not you know the the, the vibe the energy the, the 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 persona of the business itself it's then it's then nailing that down then once that's nailed down it's like okay well where are where are people where are our people where are they going to be hanging out showing up like where where's the best place for us to connect with them to communicate to them all right well for some businesses it's going to be instagram and actually it's going to not just be instagram in terms of just posting a few squares it's going to be instagram lives and instagram tv and creating series where we're actually inviting people to 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 be a part of our story and like have conversations with us about the shared mission that we have and the shared vision that we have for a better world a better future it's going to be you know activating these stories and simple things like a newsletter like how can we um really bring our story to life in a in a newsletter series that want you know that bring bring some consistency into the way we communicate and how we communicate our stories it's they, they come to life in in things like sales scripts like when you're picking up the phone when businesses are picking up the phone to 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 speak to people for the first time they guide how we how we communicate to to people for the first time with empathy with with intention with care with the compassion for 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 where that understanding of where our customers are at right at the beginning and and how they're feeling and how that comes into the way we first communicate with them that's how story the stories really get applied they get applied to every single part of the business um but you can only really apply them and well, they're only going to work when you've done the, the work before that to really identify them um understand the customer their story identify use that insight to identify your stories and where they connect with your customers and then really understanding hey what's the best way to communicate these stories in terms of tone language and then putting them out into the world in the in different creative ways shapes and forms okay and uh, for you what would be two uh, critical personality traits that you think are really important as a um working for someone working in branding have a love have a love be affectionate for people have affection for people i think i don't know if that's a personality trait but yeah you know have affection 
um, for people because creating a brand is all about understanding people and understanding what people need and want and more than anything people just want to be seen heard and understood better so the person who is in the branding role or wants to take up a role in in, in the branding world of brand needs to really have a clear understand not just just actually yeah just have affection for people and want to want to listen to them understand them as much as possible because all of that insight goes into building brands it doesn't matter what brand it is or what business it is that that insight and that love and that um that that is so transferable across any single single business and every single project and what would you say has been the biggest positive um since you you've you know you've taken this world of storytelling and worked in this world of storytelling biggest positive yeah sort of you know whether it's something you've done or you know uh, something you enjoy doing what's the biggest positive for you working in storytelling oh do you know what honestly like storytelling is just my life um I I do a lot of storytelling on LinkedIn that's where I've been really I've been really showing up and telling my personal stories on there a lot um and what the biggest positive and, and big for me success is when you share a story and because you and, and it's a really you know raw real vulnerable story and it invites people to share theirs as well so the biggest positive has been seeing stories that I've been actually quite scared to share because they're quite well not quite very personal to me I shared one today actually about my relationship with you know, building a business for the full time <laughs> and my all the worries that happen behind doing that mm. um, relationship with my partner, money worries, having to do this again and wanting to get married, getting married this year, all of that stuff. And no one really talks about when they're an entrepreneur and the amount of people that commented on that post and said me too. Mm. I feel that too. I'm experiencing that too. The amount of messages I've had today of people saying, thank you for sharing your story. I needed to know that I wasn't the only one going through this. I'm actually going through a really tough time. My husband right now, you know, things like really deep stuff like that, all because I was, I had the courage to be like, you know what, I'm just going to show myself. I'm just going to show up. I'm going to be myself. I'm going to share my stories because that's who I am. And that's, that, and that's, and that's me. And the biggest positive is when we, when we all learn, and I believe when we all learn how to identify and tell our stories better, I think the whole world will be a more connected place. We'll all be better because of it. So that's what I'm on a mission to do with five stories. And on the uh, the flip side of that, what would maybe be some of the negative um, aspects of this industry? Uh, the negative aspects of, of, of you mean like branding and marketing? Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, that's probably the best um, best option. Yeah, yeah, I think I think negative is putting the wrong businesses out into the world, you know, and mm. I think that's that's the most annoying thing is that there's so many businesses out there that are getting seen and heard for all the wrong reasons and they have enough money to pump into Facebook and billboards and 
they have the money to advertise and actually they're not the businesses that deserve to be seen and heard. So I guess on the negative side, it's it's the wrong stories. That's fair enough. And uh, would you still go into this industry knowing everything you know now? Yeah, hundred percent. Because I think there's a lot of work to do in this industry. I think it's changing a lot. I think, I think now more than ever, what I'm seeing is so many more freelance storytellers, creators, go, starting up on their own and mm. taking control of it. And I absolutely, you know, just really like bringing this, just making it all so real. Like I think the way the career, I'm I'm so excited about where the industry is going. I'm so excited about how creative everybody, like the creative expression, like that there's it's endless, like how much creativity is is out there. Now I'm really starting to see more and more stories being told, more and more freelance, uh, the freelance community growing, more people um feeling more confident with going off on their own and not going and getting sucked into that agency world where they're you know, working for someone else's dream and getting paid peanuts for, you know, not getting paid the right amount of money because of the margins. They have to be so high in the agency world. So that doesn't, you know, no one really wins there apart from the agency. And even they don't really that much because the margins are still really tight for them. Um, Having run two myself, it is tough. But I think, I, I think it's a really exciting time and I think the whole industry is changing and has to change as well it needs to change um I think you bring up such a good point actually because we've had quite a few you know marketing freelancers and branding and and, and whatnot and they've all come on the podcast and Mm. they've said exactly the same as you actually it's a really interesting time to be in the industry because it is changing you can now just set yourself up on LinkedIn start posting start building a personal brand and then you can create your own, you know, mini agency and you can outsource certain aspects that you, you don't do as well or you don't know about to other freelancers and you build this little network and this agency. And it's it's a really, really cool time to get to get into it, isn't it? I agree. I could not agree more. I think, I th- and I think you, you just um, touched on, on a really important thing there, personal branding, like your personal brand. You know, I think people are just getting more that like, people want to show themselves more. People want to take ownership of their career, of their life, of their of their talent. And damn right, they should. They should. And I'm all for it. And I think it's incredible to see. I work with lots of different freelancers who are um, globally as well. You know, this is an incredible time where you can run these micro agencies and create these communities of creative storytellers who all share um who all like encourage each other who all celebrate each other who all care about similar things and believe similar things and they're really connected in their love for um creative storytelling and and working with businesses to to help the right ones get seen and heard out there i think it is a really incredible time to be a part of the industry and i think it's going in the direction that it should have been going in a long time ago, but I think the time is right for it now. I think people, it's, it's also a pretty good time to make this point. I think people, you know, when they go into being entrepreneurs or going to freelancing, they're like, right, you know, I want to create this company. I want to make millions of pounds. Mm. You don't, it's going to sound really silly, but like 
if you could bring in an income that was like, I don't know, just say a figure like, you know, over a hundred thousand pounds or, you know, you, you built like a micro agency is that if, if we're going to call it that, you know, you would be working for yourself. You decide your own hours, you know, it's going to be stressful, but it's on your terms. I think that's a really exciting thing, isn't it? It is. It's so, it, yeah, it's such an exciting thing. And yeah, it is going to be stressful. Of course it is, but creating your own, world creating your own business is is never going to be easy it's always going to be tough but I think what's incredible is that there's so many you're not alone there's a lot of people doing it so there's a lot of shared experience out there around going off on your own and uh, you know like oh my god I'm actually going to do this you know the love the love that I'm seeing on LinkedIn for freelancers and creatives and um, brand builders and strategists and content creating specialists however they name themselves it's huge it's huge and everybody's looking out for each other honestly like especially in this well in the circles that I'm in at the moment which I'm so grateful for everyone's out looking out for each other I feel no I'm not gonna lie like I've had a few tears this week just from from just just have happened like on um, like people are so nice yeah link I don't know if you you two are finding this but at the moment on LinkedIn like that is where the most like the friendliest most caring community i think is like, i think it's a it's a common kind of common soul kind of ground isn't it you know everyone's there most people that are there and very active are the ones that are trying to build businesses or you know freelance or whatever and we've connected with some incredible who i don't know if you agree tom but you know some really really incredible people through linkedin yeah i think the other thing is uh you can't hide behind linkedin like yeah, you're not anonymous true. you are a person yeah. so people obviously will ruin their reputation if they do, so do, do yeah, anything yeah, different. You know, they're, they're, they are trying to build themselves. They're trying to create their own story, aren't they? And uh, they don't want that to be tarnished. So I think everyone, yeah. It's in their interest, to be honest. Yeah, yeah definitely. And I don't know if you two see this as well, but I'm really seeing this, this, um, this, this, there's more of a, an appetite, a hunger for just, showing up and being yourself there's yeah. more more and more of that that's happening now which i think is really incredible to see just more and more people really speaking up and showing themselves more which i think is so so wonderful definitely, definitely. well thank you so much for coming on amanda it's been an absolute pleasure to chat with you you're so welcome thank you so much for having me thank you amanda uh where can people find you and the stories you're telling so LinkedIn, um, Amanda Baker. So you can hit me up on there and follow all of my stories there. And also Instagram. I don't post that much on Instagram at the moment. I mainly post on LinkedIn. But on Instagram, you can find me at Amanda Tells Five Stories and Tell Five Stories, um, which is the company that I'm building. Amazing. Thanks so much for your time. Thank you so much, guys. Great to meet you. And you.